Hello and thank you for joining me on the Kensington Podcast. Well, it's almost Christmas, the weather is getting colder, and the whole country is in tears. But fear not. Break away from the norm and spend some time with us as we bring Kensington to you. This week, Selma brings Boo from Savills. I love meeting people, and I think I'm very nosy. I love people's properties. And the general manager of Boots, Michael McMillan. I think it'll be a really amazing um, store when it's finished. I do believe it'll be one of the best in the company, which is deserved for Kensington because it's such a fantastic area. Before we get to both interviews, this is the last podcast of 2020, so we'll be taking a short break over Christmas. But we'll be back in the new year and we would like your help. We're looking for feedback, suggestions or ideas on how to make your podcast even better. Please email us at podcast at kensingtonbusinessforum.co.uk or message us on the We Love W8 Instagram page. We would love to hear from you and we really want to know what you'd like to hear from us in 2021. And now, make yourself a cuppa and relax with us as Selma speaks to Boo from Savills. Louise, you're a director at Savills Estate Agents and head of residential lettings for Kensington and Super Prime Lettings based in W8. Do tell us a bit more about what your work involves. Thank you, Selma. Um, I'm commonly known in the industry as Boo, so please, everyone, refer to me as Boo. That would be lovely. Um, I've worked at Savills for 10 years, and predominantly we run from here both the lettings and sales divisions, um, covering the whole of London, but from this office alone, we cover Kensington, Holland Park and parts of Notting Hill. And day-to-day, the involvement is relocating people from either overseas or locally in flats and houses in the borough. Perhaps we should clarify what Kensington means to locals. Um, Could you explain the difference between, say, like Kensington and Chelsea and the different other areas that we refer to as Kensington? I think Kensington, people think of the hub of Kensington as being High Street Kensington, which has been known for many years as a wonderful, wide, open high street with a lot of both local um, boutique shops and then the main high street shops that we all know coupled with back streets where there are little restaurants um, and and the little sort of boutique shops of Kensington. I think also it's very much known for its architecture, um, similar in some cases to South Kensington, two parks, predominantly Kensington Gardens and Holland Park, framing both high street chem from both ends. And then High Street Kensington obviously threw up Kensington Church Street with the wonderful antique shops and local boutique cafes. And then up to Notting Hill, which tends to have a much more bohemian culture, which attracts a lot of our tenants. Within the Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea, we have some fantastic areas which you've mentioned. You've got Notting Hill, then we've got Holland Park, High Street Kensington, South Kensington... Chelsea and the King's Road and Sloan Square and that's all within the Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea. I mean it's, it really is a, a wonderful borough. Essentially you know the residential lettings industry inside out. 
why would anyone want to live in W8 and close by to Kensington High Street? I think people come here for the parks, the open spaces, if they're families or indeed people living on their own wanting outside life and, and culture. I think you've got excellent schools, both in the independent and state sector, that people want to come and be near to. South Kensington attracts a number of the French families and others for the French lycée. So I think it's got sort of quite a wide variety of open spaces, shops and restaurants and schools. Tell us a little bit more about Savills and the work that you do in Kensington. Savills on the letting side handles the relocation of people both internationally and local. And we let properties from studio flats starting at about three fifty a week, right up to six bedroom houses, letting for... 10,000 a week and more. Predominantly, the people we have are coming in from overseas. They may come to Savills directly, or they may come through our corporate services division, where we're put in touch with a relocation agent that's on a search. Demographic of people coming in, tendency, they're in the financial or tech world but as well the world has changed particularly recently we've dealt with people from many areas of life and in many areas of business we also have people here that have lived here for many years and have always chosen to rent rather than buy furthermore Savile's office a full complete interior design service really from painting a room or to complete refurbishment. So we sort of cover the whole aspect of your move. So apart from finding a tenant to to rent a property, do you also manage properties for clients? Yes, very much so. I'd say 60% of my current portfolio is managed. Some choose to manage because they're based overseas and really can't deal with it from, from abroad with time differences and being so remote from their tenant. And I have other local landlords that decide they just want to be arm's distance from the whole project. And therefore, we have a property management division that's based in Richmond. But the lady that does our property management comes into my office three times a week and she deals with all the tenants and landlords requests. A very valuable service. You may have already touched on this, but what does super prime lettings actually mean? No, a really good question, because sometimes people don't know that aren't in the industry. Um, Our super prime lettings division is based in Sloan Street, where we have a boutique department dealing with rents from 4,000 per week and upwards. And if the inquiry comes in, they're handled in a slightly different way because their requests may be a little bit um, more boutique for the people in our teams to manage and somebody coming in at that level may be wanting to look throughout London so they're toured throughout London so they're really high net worth individuals looking for flats and houses in this borough or others. So you and I work in the same industry um, and I'm a search agent predominantly in the borough do we have mainly traditional buildings that have been refurbished do we have many new builds in the borough and certainly around Kensington High Street? Yeah very interesting since I first started 30 years ago there's been a mass of new residential development um, and the main residential developments we've had are Holland Park Villas 
Holland Green and number one Kensington Gardens, coupled with places like 375 Kensington High Street down by Olympia and Young Street near Whole Foods. And they've been a really attractive acquisition for those looking to rent where you can just move in on a turnkey situation and you've got porter, hopefully parking, swimming pool and gym. So what do you love most about your working day-to-day life? I think it, it, it is two things, Selma. I love meeting people from all walks of life, all nationalities. It's just amazing to hear about other people's lives. And I think I'm very nosy. I love people's properties, whether it's from the studio flat and how they've created it, right to these super large houses. It's just fun and interesting to see. And with regards to prices, I think that Kensington, anything with the word Kensington, especially around here, we've got the reputation across the world, really, as being very, very expensive. What do you think about rental prices in terms of have they gone up, have they gone down, have they stayed the same around here? And how do they compare perhaps to other areas of London like Shoreditch over in the east? I think very interesting. The Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea always used to sort of depict very, very high rents, but it's been very interesting in my 30 years that in the last, I'd say, 10 years, we've had places like Shoreditch that have come not far from the sort of rents that you'd achieve in a Chelsea one-bedroom flat because the young have come in, areas have developed, and, and now every relocation search on average, they're looking in three different boroughs, which was never the case. One of the main draws of this area will be schooling for families. But if people are coming in without children, they'll look everywhere. I'd say in the last 10 years, rents have probably dropped by around 15%. One can't make a blanket piece of maths on this, but in most cases, rents where we were 10 years ago are down by about 15%. For a new tenant coming into the area, what would you recommend them to do? Very interesting. We had something that Savills arranged for us. We went um, on some guided walks and we did one in Kensington and one in Notting Hill. And it was amazing having worked in the area and previously lived myself in Chelsea. I thought it was very interesting to hear about the locality that that they were going to be living in. So much about the history that you don't know, along with what is happening now and the developments that are going up in the surrounding streets. And I think that's a really good insight for any newcomer into the area to learn about the area they're living in. Apart from just joining local clubs and gyms, there's much more out there. Are you talking about the official London Walk, walks.com? Yes, I am, Selma, and I think they're brilliant. And the people that we had doing it were so knowledgeable. It got everyone really interested. I, I've been on quite a few of them all over London, and they are amazing. The amount of knowledge these guys have and the history that we're walking through every day, and we just don't realise how much has happened before us. It's, I agree. Londonwalks.com, I think, is the, is the um, URL. So for you, what is your favourite place in Kensington High Street in W8 and why? I love the Holland Green development because I think it's something that's been explored by all the developers well. Got built some nine, ten years ago and I just love the feel of it. I love the feel of it by the park. It's a modern development. It attracts a number of locals just to come come and view it. Culturally... We have a huge amount of culture, design and arts in and around Kensington High Street. 
What is your favourite place to visit and why? I think without doubt the Design Museum. I think they put a lot of effort into events that were were happening there pre-COVID. And I think it's a way of exploring further. If you could bring something back to Kensington High Street that's gone, what would that be? Without doubt, again, Kensington Market, which was on Kensington High Street some many years ago. And as an 18-year-old, I remember going there um, and there was nothing better to diving into that, that building and going to all the little nooks and crannies and stores and outlets. And I think it's such a shame that we don't have one of those big stores where you can jump into little inlets and see what people are making, what they're selling. It was just amazing. I agree with you. And and it also, the Kensington Market also launched the careers of, I think it was Bieber. I'm not quite sure if uh, Mary Quant was there, but I know that Freddie Mercury used to have a stall there as well. So absolutely a real miss. Boo, it's been lovely to speak with you this morning as ever. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Selma. It's been so interesting to give over my views of such a wonderful borough. Thank you, Boo. Very insightful stuff. And we're going to go straight into our second interview for the week when Selma met Michael McMillan of Boots High Street, Kensington. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Good morning, Selma. Lovely to see you. I'm very well. Good, good. So tell me, when did you first come to work on Kensington High Street? And can I ask, what were your first thoughts of the area when you got here? So I started working uh, in High Street Kensington in November of 2018, almost two years ago, and I was struck by two things, actually. Kensington is an area of just the most remarkable architecture, and whenever you turn either on High Street Ken itself, or indeed if you turn off, there's so many nice buildings and it's a pleasure just to walk around the area. And also definitely struck as well by the great food. There's many, many good Italian restaurants and Italian is my favourite food. So there's lots of nice places and eateries along High Street Ken from top to bottom. That's, that's the two things that stuck out for me most. I know that you and I have sometimes bumped into each other in the parks as well. We've got some amazing parks around here. Yes, most definitely, actually. So at times at work, if work gets a bit stressful, in fact, we met in work in, uh, when I was walking around that day a couple of weeks ago. And Kensington Park is absolutely beautiful and also Holland Park as well, a bit smaller, but both places that are so nice to go to. So working for Boots, Boots is a national institution. What attracted you to working for Boots? It's quite funny, actually. It was a bit of a dream come true because I wanted to work. At the job I'm doing just now as general manager, I've always wanted to do this job. So I viewed sort of every position in the company from Saturday boy up to what I'm doing just now as an opportunity to get to what I'm doing now. Because a boot store, when it's well run, is it's got a lot of a buzz about it. You've got the pharmacy, you've got beauty, you've got toiletries. There's, always, there's so much going on in one shop. And I've always just ever thought, ever since I joined the company, that it's a really interesting brand. And it's t- I know it sounds quite twee to say, but it does take customer care seriously. Um, and obviously all businesses at the end of the day have customers to serve, so you might as well work for one that actually takes that seriously and as a priority. Do you feel that in your lifetime and your memories of Boots, do you think that it's changed over the last, say, 20 or so years? Yes, it's definitely had to. I mean, I mean I've worked for the company now for almost 12 years, but, you know, looking... Looking even in the last few years, there's two, th- two things that really strike me. One is the focus on e-commerce, which is now just uh, an inevitable part for any retailer today is that if you don't have an online presence, unfortunately, I don't think you'll be able to succeed. And secondly, Boots is, as you say, it's a national institution, and that's a great thing because it's well-trusted. 
but it sometimes could be a bit slow to respond. Something I've definitely noticed in the last year or so is that we are far more focused on trying to react quickly to market trends. So previously, for example, it's hard to believe we'd only used to launch about one or two brands a year. We're coming up for about, about 20 brands alone in the last 12 months. For example, Rihanna's Fenty Beauty, um, amongst others. So, you know, we've had to become a lot faster because the market we operate in now is very, very fast paced. Now, your store in Kensington High Street is really quite a, a big store in a very prominent position, but currently it's undergoing quite a big renovation, a big refurbishment. Yes, we went from being a luxury flat to a bijou studio, but the good news is, the good news is, and a lot of our customers have told me how much they don't like it, and you know, Kensington customers are loyal but very vocal, which is a good thing. And the good news is that about 12 months from now, if all goes according to plan, we will commence up in a brand new new store. And that means that we will expand up to the size we have previously. Um, and we will also have many, many new beauty brands as well. And the opticians and pharmacy and hearing care will all be together as one. And I know a lot of customers really liked to walk through the store. And I'm delighted to see we will once again have an entrance from the station and Wrights Lane and you'll be able to access Boots High Street Kensington that way again, because that was a big deal for customers in the past, and it's great that it's coming back. And is the layout going to be the same? Because we used to have sort of like the lower ground floor, the ground floor, and the escalator up to the first floor. Is that going to remain the same? Yes, that's a very good question. Um, So, no, it's actually going to be a different layout. So the store, the brand new Boots store, will be a comparable size, which is great, so we'll have superb ranging but it will actually have a ground floor and a basement. And as it stands just now, I believe that we'll have a beautiful like department style beauty, sto- um, beauty floor on the ground floor. And then in the basement, we'll have healthcare and um, pharmacy and opticians and hearing care. So a sort of a one healthcare area complemented by all of our skincare and toiletries products. So I think it'll be a really amazing um, store when it's finished. I do believe it'll be one of the best in the company which is deserved for Kensington because it's such a fantastic area. I couldn't agree more. And I do hope you're going to be having a massive launch party for all the locals, yes? Oh, yes, most definitely. And I'm hoping to invite a few friends from Scotland down for it as well. That sounds good. Um, Question, what do you love most about your working day-to-day life? I think there's two things. One is that working, like I said earlier on, working for Boots is always something that comes along every day. And maybe that's just the world of general management. You know, it's, you know, there's just always something happening. But genuinely, I can say to you quite sincerely in High Street Kensington that it's quite an unusual store and that it's got so many great people that work in it because they've worked for the company for a very long time. And in London, as you know, I mean, it's a very fast paced environment. People are coming and going and just passing through. But actually in Kensington, the amount of long serving colleagues who are there that are just, they care about the work, they want to do a good job. And, you know, it's a pleasure to work with them, frankly. And I think for me, it's, it's just great to have people around me that care so much because it makes my job easier as well, you know. And on your days off, where is your favourite place to visit in Kensington and why? Oh, well... Uh, my favourite place to visit is the Kyoto Gardens. I was just there um, last Thursday, my day off, and I just find it's an oasis of calm in the hubbub of London. And the Kyoto, and it's often not actually that busy, apart from on a really hot day. So if you go on a kind of mild day, you'll get the garden pretty much to yourself. And it's just like, as I say, a piece of heaven just right here, and nestled away in Kensington. And it's always peaceful, and I find it's always very relaxing to go to. And if a, a visitor coming to Kensington, a, apart from the Kyoto Garden, um, what would you say is a must-see for a visitor coming to Kensington? 
That's actually quite a hard one because there's a number of really, you know, there's a number of good destinations, but I would definitely recommend Kensington Palace and Kensington Gardens because when I came here three years ago, me and my colleague Ailing went there and we had such a memorable time. I mean, the palace is beautiful. There's such a sense of history in it. Um, and you can get a marvellous walk around about the, the park as well. It's just such a lovely area. And then, of course, you need to go and get something to eat in one of the restaurants in the area. So I'd, I'd recommend Kensington Gardens, Kensington Palace and a good restaurant. I can't give you one. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been here for a couple of years and hopefully you're going to be here a lot longer. What would you like to see in the future on Kensington High Street? Well, that's a great question, Selma. I think what I would say to you is we need to really think creatively about how, you know, what's Kensington High Street going to be about? Because we do have Westfield Shopping Centre right beside us, which, you know, is the largest shopping centre in Western Europe. So I don't think it's about competing with Westfield. I think it's about how do we look to differentiate Kensington High Street. And to that point, there's a couple of things I think we need to focus on experience. So things like, you know, pottery classes or, you know, general cultural things like that or what any ideas for great ideas for children coming out um, because we know that families, you know, wanting to spend a day out and increasing dwell time in the high street would be very important. And also looking at, we've already discussed restaurants and cuisine and culture because all of these things are so, so important and they're a key part of the high street. Thank you, Michael. All great ideas. It's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you very much. Likewise, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, Michael, for taking part. And thank you to all of you for listening. It's been our pleasure to bring you this podcast. And next year, we would like to be bigger and better. So please do contact us by email, podcast at kensingtonbusinessforum.co.uk or Instagram. And let us know what you'd like to hear ideas, future content, or to be involved in a future episode. If you haven't already done so, don't forget to check out our new website, visit kensington.co.uk. It's a directory of everything from A to Z that Kensington W8 has to offer, including stores, art and design, culture, food, dining, parks, hotels, and much, much more. Highly recommended. Visit kensington.co.uk. You can also listen to previous episodes of this podcast. And finally, on behalf of the We Love W8 team, may we wish you a very happy Christmas and may the new year bring all your hopes and dreams. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas!